Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. Today we are talking about creating your life on purpose. We talk about this all the time in the various different tools that it takes to do this. But today I'm going to talk specifically about this one topic. And I'm going to get into some scientific brain stuff that's involved. I'm going to get into our personal stories and that how that affects what we can create and also our purposeful control over them. I mean, it's going to be a weaving here, but stick with me, okay? When a story is told, we follow along with the main character and we await the challenge or the crux of the story, the adventure. And then we listen or watch as the hero decides what to do. The events have already happened. That's why the story can be told. And the piece that we're not thinking about was how the characters in the story made their real-time choices. And thus, those actions or inactions that actually move the story forward that we're listening to. But let's talk about that power, that power of making those choices within our stories. As the author of your life story, every moment you are moving your story forward, every choice, Every action creates ripples, creates responses, closes doors, opens doors, hurts, helps, generates energy, and creates your future. Every choice. Will you enjoy poetry and tea and snuggling with a cute little Yorkie to start your day, getting that kind of nourishment as I did this morning? Will you start off choosing actions that make your soul sing or create love? Will you fight off fear that may loom about your day ahead? Will you yell at your kids? Will you take a run or take someone for granted? Will you listen to an inspirational podcast that may trigger an action that will change up your day or maybe even your whole story? Will you allow your inner critic to rip into you today or will you manage your inner stories? The choices are endless, really. You can create anything right now in this moment. What will you create today? What is your storyline? Is it on autopilot or can you shake it up for a little novelty? Maybe just what you need today is to do something completely unexpected. Ooh, what might that be? And where might that take you? Do it. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story power serves you best when you know how to use it. Let me get a little scientific on you for a minute. When you open your eyes, do you see the world as it really is? Do you see reality? This is how the book Deviate, The Science of Seeing Differently by Bo Lotto starts out. Deviate is a neuroscientist scientific discussion explaining why we don't in any way see reality. Our senses play a limited role in what we perceive. The rest of what we create comes from our assumptions. Our brains have evolved to do this, and it works. But becoming self-aware that our perceptions aren't really reality gives us a space for questioning and breaking out of old stories that hold us back. 
the fact that we can perceive our own perception is amazing and really cool. How do we step outside the past to live differently in the future? How can you change your way of seeing? How can we become active writers of our own story? You're the only one seeing what you see. Perception is profoundly personal. And Bolato posits that we do not live in reality. Our senses are limited. We can only see a certain range of colors. We can only hear a certain range of sounds. We are aware of only limited dimensions. We have a limited and small window in which we as humans can actually see through. And we know it's small because other creatures have broader ranges of perception than we do. We know other things exist that we do not comprehend through our senses, which is our way of getting information from the world around us, but it's limited. The importance of understanding that we don't really see reality and the greatest truth of things is the basis for accepting that we create our own realities, our own stories of what is going on through our senses, through our, our lenses, through our own life experiences, And that allows us to adapt to our environment and to survive. The first key here is that reality is subjective. We create it from the exposure we've had to the environment around us and the things it has taught us. The second key I want to focus on from his research is the plasticity of the brain. It's a scientific fact that the brain is always adapting, learning, and changing. This means we keep adapting to our environments, whatever they are, to the experiences we're going through. Old dogs can actually learn new tricks if they want to. We can change our perceptions. We can change our habits. Our mind is always, from a scientific standpoint, always adapting according to what it's perceiving, which reshapes the networks in our cortex, which is the basis for our behavior. We're established neural pathways, right? So his next scientific point is that minds match their ecology. Ecology meaning the interactive relationship between the things and those things that surround it and the, the space where it exists. Studies have shown that people and animals that live in spaces deprived of stimulus, deprived of challenge, deprived of love, that their brains adapt accordingly. Whereas the more alive, different, and challenging in ecology, the more the brain steps up to adapt to the higher pace. This is super big for parenting and creating atmospheres full of challenge and opportunity, certainly because, you know, we respond to the, to the ecologies that we're in. But it also means that as we seek to create our own stories, that we can change our perceptions of the past and thus create different futures. Is that confusing? <laughs> we can open ourselves to new cultures and new experiences which stretch our minds and engages with an ecology that's broader than one where we have just limited ourselves to a story that comprehends only habitual things, singular ways of seeing the world, stuff that doing things the way we've always done it, right? We can broaden that. And by broadening that, we broaden our capability to deal with more. For example, it's been proven that those who travel outside their cultures and have been exposed to broader ecologies have brains that are able to comprehend broader ways of seeing people and broader ways of seeing life because they've been influenced by diverse stimuli rather than exposed only to smaller realms of understanding. So in this example, 
people who travel more have actual physiological differences within their brains. Adapting means our brains physically change according to what they're exposed to. Your ecology or environment shapes your brain. Your reshaped brain creates a change of behaviors that continue to mold your brain, and these adaptations change your future. Okay, so yeah, if you have been trying to multitask while listening to this, you're probably confused and haven't gotten in because it's a little bit thick. But if I can sum it up, it comes down to the idea that our brains have taken in the stimulus of our surroundings and we have established neural response pathways to that information. And the brain is reformable. It's constantly adjusting to whatever environment we expose it to. So as we broaden our experiences and our outer atmospheres, then we also expand our perceptions. And when we reshape our perceptions, which we can do on purpose, we can give different meaning to the events of the past because we're going to see them differently, which as you alter their meaning, you then alter future reflexive response. Thus, you change what you're capable of. I'm not sure that that (laughs) explanation made it any more simple. We are complex and wonderful enough that we observe our own perceptions and we can deviate on purpose time and again to get where we want to be. So we really can change our lives on purpose, live our lives on purpose, create our lives on purpose, even from a scientific standpoint, physiologically, we can do that. Like when a pilot makes constant adjustments in order to arrive at the right place. We can do that with our own lives, always making little tweaks, adjusting, realigning so that our trajectory is where we want it to go. Okay, let's deviate from science here and I'm going to pop into pop culture. In the movie that recently came out, I Feel Pretty, with Amy Schumer, she plays an ordinary gal who's a little heavy and she struggles with feelings of insecurity and inadequacy on a daily basis. The movie does a great job of letting us see inside her self-loathing, which is heartbreaking. So in the movie, she falls off a spin bike at the gym. She hits her head and wakes from the fall, seeing herself as the most beautiful woman she's ever seen, exactly what she's always wanted to be. She feels capable and confident and is empowered to live her life fearlessly, which is so extraordinary to watch. I feel like everybody should watch this movie because nothing about her externally changes. It's nothing more than her own internal story that changes. And we talk about that all the time here. But just by changing that, it changes everything she does on the outside. This movie is what I talk about all the time in about the difference that our inner stories make. So watching her interact with men, watching her go after the job she wants, watching her rise to the top of her company because she's no longer self-conscious. It's this beautiful illustration of what's possible for all of us with this same mind shift. Watch this movie if you haven't, just to see what I mean bold and big in story form. It, it just illustrates what we talk about. This simple shift of perception creates such a totally different story for her in her world. And it's absolutely delicious. It, it's delicious also because it applies to all of us. So 
Scientifically, it's proven that we can change our behavior by changing our perceptions. And as the movie illustrates so beautifully, with those change perceptions, we create a reality with an entirely different outcome. Write a completely different story full of such staggering possibility when we lose the self-doubt, when we lose the self-criticism, or when we change the past stories that we are stuck in that are holding us back. The next step is that in creating this different story, this different future, creating your life on purpose also requires your action. So back to Dr. Jen Faber in her book, The 90 Day Life. She says, quote, nothing in my life ever materialized overnight. It was a series of decisions, actions, wake up calls and course corrections that made it happen. And all of that took time, a ton of awareness and a hunger for change, unquote. Do the quiet yearnings of your heart create just a space of yearning or does it create action in you? I bring this point up not to discourage you with tells of work, but rather to point out that creating a life on purpose starts with our thoughts, starts with our perceptions, but it is moved forward by our choices and our actions and our constant awareness of our perceptions and adjustments in order to get to our destination. For example, every morning I check my internal stories. Every morning I review my positive mantras and change the negative comments that creep in on purpose. I have to do this every day. Every morning I rehearse my gratitudes. But here's the good news. Because of the plasticity of the brain, those positive things start to become a new normal. And really, that changes the game. When I do my gratitudes, I feel more supported by the universe, by God. I start to realize how much... Oh, how many positive, wonderful things are basically woven around me on any given day at any given time that I've always had what I needed in the darkest times and in the brightest times. And just reviewing that reminds me of that as I start out in the day. So creating your life on purpose is about deciding what you want, making choices to get there reforming your neural pathways in support of what you're creating if if you need to do that and persistently choosing love and novelty and whatever floats your boat what do you want your story to have but that love and the novelty are exciting things that keep your story interesting it's about deciding and then taking action on your power if something some thought someone feels like it's stopping you you have the power and the choice to change perception or to change your situation. Sunny Jacobs, a woman who was wrongly accused, put in prison on death row, and later released, shared her thoughts about our ability to choose our frame of mind, our perspective, and our reframe. She said, quote, There's a freedom that only you can give to yourself, and that's the most important freedom of all. to end with a quick interview here, actually a quick story about a woman who struggled with the all too familiar, normal, everyday human struggles of creating something on purpose that she wanted and what it took to do it. Some of the emotions that she came up against getting into the real stories and, and seeing um, how other people do it is, is part of what 
helps us to get clear on how we can do it. So I've interviewed Taylor Proctor. She's the owner and the host of the Happiness Abound podcast. And I'm going to shift right into that interview now. Thank you again for having me. Uh, Envy was a really a piece of my story that I had to, an emotion that I really had to navigate through to get to this point of actually creating my own podcast. It was something that I had wanted to do for a very, very, very long time. And I was in that cycle, that cycle of being stuck that so many of us are in where fear was a major part of it. I was worried that things had to be perfect from the very beginning. There was a lot of pieces that I didn't know. So I felt overwhelmed and I just kind of got stuck in that process and that space of wanting to do it and not doing it. And envy being a piece of that story was actually a launching point for me where I followed another podcast and I followed them almost from the beginning. And at their one year anniversary, I was like, wait, what? (laughs) They've been going for a year and here I am wanting to continue in this space and I haven't even started. And I found that I was quite envious of that podcast host. And I found that I would get angry at the thought of her and I would find myself bitter and resentful because she was going after something that I so desperately wanted and had been stuck in the cycle of fear and overwhelm. And Luckily, I was able to have that awareness and that control of my emotions to look back and go, well, wait a minute, why do I feel envious? Why do I feel this bitterness and this resentment towards her? And I was able to pull back and separate it from her and actually look at what she was doing and see that, yeah, she's doing this podcast. She's doing exactly what I want to do that I've been feeling stuck and overwhelmed in and not taking the action steps to do. Isn't it fascinating that we can perceive our own perceptions? We talked about this earlier in the episode, but that we as human minds can perceive our own perceptions and thus make an active choice to shift. I completely agree. And I think that's part of that's part of the point of life is to be able to have those perceptions so that you can learn and grow from yourself. And so that's that's really what I had to do is I had to sit down and go, okay. It's not about the envy and no one likes to admit that they're envious. No one likes to say, oh, I'm, I don't like that person because I'm jealous of them. We don't ever admit that as humans. And so looking at it and going, yeah, I really identifying that I really felt envious and then saying, well, what is that actually a, a symptom of? And it's a symptom of me feeling like I should be doing this. I should be taking control and shaping my life and going after this goal and this dream. And I'm not. Which, so, okay, can I just say what you're doing is you're watching her creating her life on purpose and you are sensing within yourself that you are not creating your life on purpose and that you can and there's this struggle, right? Like this, this yes. very mortal, very heroic struggle of I'm watching somebody else create their life. I want to do that. And then, you know, this is the hero breakthrough though. You know, this is the learning. This is the the hero's journey where you're figuring it out. So it's, it's very human. It, you know, it, it feels like it's a messy part, but it's, it's the story. So go on. Well, yes, thank you. I, but part of it too is in my past, I've had similar situations, not necessarily with creating a podcast, but I've had similar situations where I just let that envy take over and I didn't go after my dreams and I just kind of was stuck in that space where I didn't like that person. And I was looking for every reason not to like them because quite frankly, they were living their dream life and it was 
confronting, I didn't want to confront that. I was uncomfortable with the change that it would require in myself to take that personal progress step. And luckily for the podcast space and in, in this story of taking control of my life and my emotions, I'd gone through that and went, I don't want to do that anymore. I need to look at what this envy is and take those progressive steps and be okay with the discomfort of not every podcast episode is going to be perfect. And the discomfort of figuring out how to get a podcast up on iTunes, something that I had no idea what would take. And I thought it would be this huge, overwhelming thing. And so really pushing through that discomfort, seeing past that envy and seeing what I really wanted gave me a way to push my story forward and really take control of the purpose and the pace, really the purpose and the pace of my own life. So you created what you wanted and it was a process. Where did you end up? What did you end up creating? Tell us about your podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a daily weekday podcast. I record one every morning. I think my longest episode has been 30 minutes, which when I first started, holy cow, me talking alone for 30 minutes was like a just completely out of left field. There was no way it was ever going to happen. And as I've gotten more comfortable, I've been able to do a little bit longer episodes, but I try to keep my episodes mostly uh, under 20 minutes so that they're more digestible for my audience. And I just frankly share stories like what I just shared with you to really highlight my journey and the things that I am struggling with and the emotional awareness, the trying to go after goals, all of these pieces that I'm going through in my life to hopefully share that and let other people know, my listeners know that they're not alone. And I always try to do like a practical application or exercise as well so that they can take those action steps and be more than inspired, but actually take those steps in their own life to then shape and control their own purpose and destiny. So it's called Happiness Abound, and it's really topics to to help people create happiness in their own story, right? Absolutely. Uh, really, my my framework and my my mission is to help others figure out how they can have happiness and inspire positive change in their lives. So where can they find you if they want to? Absolutely. Uh, happinessabound.com. I'm Happiness Abound blog on Facebook and Happiness underscore Abound on Instagram. Cool. And of course, on iTunes and uh, Google Play. In parting, what advice would you give as this professional podcaster and blogger about creating your life on purpose? And we will end this whole episode with your great wisdom. <laughs> well, that's a lot of no, pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I would really say every emotion that you have is an indicator of something. And so when you are feeling emotions like envy, anger, bitterness, resentment, jealousy, when you're feeling those, don't feel trapped in them. Find a way to see the underlying meaning because that can really allow you to take control and propel you into the life of your dreams. Thank you very much. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. I appreciate you allowing me to speak on your wonderful podcast. (laughs) We've talked about a lot of angles today as far as creating our own stories and creating them on purpose. We've talked about the control we have in 
expanding our ecology and the way that our brain interprets the information that's coming in and the subjectivity of the stories that we're creating. We've talked about those inner stories and how when we change those for the positive, that those can change and create our life on purpose, that that's a tool. We've ended up here with Taylor's story, showing a real life example of the things that it takes to create something on purpose that's important to you, the overcoming the emotions or the things that hold you back. There are so many aspects that are involved in creating your life on purpose. And some of them you may deal with, I I think we deal with all of them in one way or another, but the idea is that all of it is within our control. Really and truly, we do have the power to create our life on purpose. Everything from shifting our perceptions that aren't working for us, shifting the stories that are holding us back, learning and being aware of the emotions that are getting in our way or informing us about what's where we need to go and how we need to do and what we really want in our lives. There's so many parts, but it comes down to taking action. Lots of pieces here. Bottom line, it it's about action, but it's totally within our realms and our responsibility to do whatever we want with our lives, to create our own happiness, to create our own adventure, to create the storyline that we want to be telling when we're 80 years old. And of course, the 21 day challenge is still available on the website. Sign up every day for 21 days. You're going to get a new challenge. That's going to give you a story tool to practice for that day. That just opens up possibilities, opens up um, relationships, opens up your heart, opens up your way of living and interacting with the world that just takes your story to a different level. Everyone who is participating is finding tremendous value. Jump on that train, start working on your story in a way that's really fun and really structured and easy to do. So we'll see you next week. Thanks for being here this week. Go out and do something. Take action to create your life, your story on purpose.